At some point in my early childhood, I received my first real bike. It was a pink one with pink and white training wheels. I was very eager for my father to remove those pink and white training wheels so that I could be like one of the older kids who rode around our neighborhood day in and day out. One specific day, the Atlanta air was warm, the sun was high, and the chirping birds finally welcomed spring. For young Alyssa, this was the perfect opportunity to ride my new bike to the playground. As I rode down the massive hill that cut through my neighborhood to the park, it became apparent that I was not completely prepared for the task. I panicked. I applied my brakes a little too suddenly, or maybe I attempted to turn. Regardless, I soon found myself on the ground. I felt a cold sting on my still sore legs, and as I lifted the denim of my pants to take a look, I broke into tears almost without thinking. There, beneath my jeans, both of my legs appeared covered in blood bare from my kneecap to the midpoint of my shins. As you can imagine, the sight of my freshly skinned legs and blood-soaked socks terrified me. The next thing I remember was being back home. My mother carried me upstairs and sat me on the bathroom counter. And although she and my aunt assured me profusely that I would be okay, the prospect of having my legs rinsed with peroxide coupled with psychosomatic panic, made it impossible for me to stop my tears. It must be stated that by this age, I was more than used to my mother's rendition of popular songs. This time, like many other times of distress, my mother began to sing her rendition of I Try by Angela Bolfell. See, music was always a huge part of my life, but at that moment, it became something else. But it seems, it seems it's not enough. Before then, music was soothing in the way that counting sheep is. But as my mother sang this song on this occasion, it became something more, something therapeutic and a source of great fascination. I became obsessed with the voice. My mother's voice. My own. Quincy Jones once said, to become a great singer, you must emulate other great singers. So instinctually, I began to mimic my favorite aspects of my mother's voice. Its depth. Its richness. The way it floated effortlessly along, careful to exist within the confines of the space it was given. At that moment... Music became a feeling that I wanted to emulate. First, because of my mother's voice, and next, because as I created more and explored the recesses of my own voice, I began to realize the endless expanse of possibilities that were within my own ability to create. I tried to do For WNSR Everything I can for you My name is Alyssa Jones But it seems it seems it's not enough. Now if you really tired, you see. Won't you just go to sleep?
But you cry and you cry and you cry.